Welcome to Words with Wishlist. I'm Wishlist, also known as Wish on the Beat or Emily Davidson. I'm a songwriter, music producer, multi-instrumentalist, and former classical cellist and music educator. In this podcast, we explore inspirational topics on self-reflection and personal growth with creatives in mind. Whether you're a professional artist or a passionate hobbyist, I hope to offer some insight and food for thought for anyone on a creative journey. Hi everyone, and welcome to Words with Wishlist. In this episode, we're going to talk about how anyone can learn. I've been a teacher for over 15 years, and if you have a teaching background too, you'll probably resonate with a lot of these points and agree with me, but not everyone is a teacher, so they don't see things through this lens. So I thought it would be really interesting to talk about just what I've experienced in teaching so many different students of so many different levels, how to play the cello, which is not a very easy instrument to learn, and just what I've learned in my own journey, learning new skills or new instruments or whatever it is. One thing you hear a lot if you're a professional musician or instrumentalist is people commenting about talent, like, oh, you're so blessed to be so talented, or, oh, I don't have any talent, or I wish I had talent, or something about talent. And talent is really not a factor uh, in learning a skill. And there are many factors about the type of person that you are that make a much bigger impact on how well you learn and what you can learn that have nothing to do with talent or even with intelligence. My background in cello is pretty non-traditional. Most people that end up being professional string players or professional instrumentalists start taking private lessons on their instrument and studying it fairly seriously, usually from a young age, like it's not uncommon for string players, for example, to have private lessons weekly starting as young as five or six years old. In fact, many of my colleagues in music school had backgrounds like that, whereas I did not take private lessons until I was 14 going on 15. So I was very much late to the game with studying the cello in a serious way. But I was able to make up for lost time, not because of my talent, but because of my dedication and my passion and my work ethic, which is what we're going to talk about a lot in this episode. Shortly after I started studying the cello privately, I got the opportunity to mentor younger students. So as a high schooler, I was mentoring and teaching elementary school cello students, which introduced me to the world of teaching very early on, and I continued teaching private cello lessons for 15 years following. So I spent a lot of time working one-on-one with kids and adults, all ages, all ability levels on the cello, And so I've really been able to draw a lot of parallels and see where people get results and what types of things really make a difference. So in theory, anything can be learned. Information is there to be acquired and most things just take repetition and practice and dedication. Now that makes it sound simple. Dedication is of course a challenging thing for some people because it's easy to get discouraged and particularly in music and the arts, people are motivated to learn these things because they hear a professional or they love the sound or they have these lofty goals for themselves of how they imagine themselves to be when they learn how to play the instrument. And the reality is usually pretty different 
when they start because most instruments are difficult, particularly string instruments are very hard. Um, I don't want to do a ranking here, but I mean, I think it's kind of known. Something like the piano or maybe the guitar is a little more user-friendly. You can get a decent sound when you're first starting out, but string instruments, some wind instruments, just getting a sound out of the instrument can be difficult in the beginning and can take a long time to get a beautiful sound. So things like that are very discouraging to people who have this you know, vision for themselves of what they wanna sound like. So when people take up a new instrument, they usually drop off or get frustrated or stop lessons not because they don't have talent, but because it's a lot more challenging than they expected it to be. And they get frustrated and they see the stage that they're in and think, well, this is how I sound right now. How am I ever going to get to where I want to be? So that's what blocks people much more than their talent or their intelligence, but it's actually kind of the ego and also the drive. So I've seen, especially because I've taught a lot of adult students, that they may want to learn something assuming it's going to be a particular difficulty level. And when they start learning, they realize, oh, this is a lot harder than I expected. And they think, I don't know if I want this enough, if I'm going to have to practice, you know, for 30 minutes a day, most days out of the week. I don't know. I, I didn't think I was going to have to do that. I thought I was going to have one lesson a week and I was going to get good at this. So what it really comes down to more than your natural ability is how much you're willing to work, how dedicated you are, and how patient you are with progress. So for me as a young cellist, when I started studying at 14 going on 15, you know, most people couldn't achieve being a professional with, you know, only a year or two before college auditions and then only, you know, four years of college or whatever. Most people were already 10 years into private lessons when preparing for college, as opposed to me having, you know, about a year, year and a half of lessons. But I was very dedicated and I knew that this is what I wanted to do, even though I found it a bit later than most people. So I made up for that with practice, with dedication, with drive, with knowing, okay, I don't sound as good as I want to, but if I put in the time and I put in the work and I do the things my teacher told me, I will get there. And of course I did get there. And it's not to say that it was simple or that I didn't feel discouraged, but what made the difference for me in being able to get over that hump and actually achieve the goals I wanted to was not just my natural talent, but it was how I applied myself and how I kept myself working towards my goals despite feeling discouraged, despite feeling like, oh, I'm not as good as I expected to be at this or that. It's about staying the course and understanding that things take time and having patience with your results. Of course, there are people with more natural ability who can coast more easily. And I saw that a lot with students. I would see a student who just naturally had a good ear or a good sense of rhythm, and therefore their lessons were much easier for them. They might not practice for their lessons and they would still sound decent in the lesson because of their natural ability. So it's not to discount that natural ability doesn't factor in, but it's not a limitation what you really need to achieve your goals, like I've said, is the drive, the dedication, the willingness to work. And resources and information are all around you. Now, I've been talking about studying a, an instrument in private lessons, but this can apply to anything. For taking lessons, you want to have a good teacher, of course, someone who is going to give you the right information and guide you in the right way. But if you're learning something on your own, you also have the option of 
researching tutorials, reading books. There are so many ways that you can learn things and these same principles apply, which is that the dedication and the time spent, not only learning, but also cultivating. Sometimes we think that all we have to do is learn. So something like, you know, maybe researching a topic yeah, all you have to do is learn about the topic and then you have the information and you're armed with that information and you're now knowledgeable on a particular topic. But for something like playing an instrument or doing any kind of skill, it's not just learning how to do it, but the actual practice of doing it and putting in the regular time. So that's really where the dedication comes in and where the biggest difference is made. Because you can show up to a lesson every week and listen to your teacher as attentively as possible. But if you're not putting in that regular work on your own, you're not really going to see the results. And I've also seen for myself students who maybe had no musical background before taking up the cello as an adult, or, you know, they just struggled with hearing pitch or they struggled with their sense of rhythm. I see them put the work in every week in between lessons and see the very obvious progress because this is the part that teachers know. If you follow the formula, you will have success. How much success you have will vary, but there is a formula to learning things, and that's what a teacher or any type of teaching resource is there to do. It's to guide you on that path that should get you from point A to B. Now, you can't start an instrument from nothing like the cello and expect to play the swan, one of the most famous cello pieces, by the next month. Of course, there is a process involved and there are steps. And if you skip steps, you're likely not going to get as good results. So you have to be realistic with your goals, but so long as you're willing to work with the structure that already exists. If you're learning an instrument or you're learning something new, you are not the first person to learn that. There have likely been hundreds of thousands of millions of people who have learned this same skill starting from nothing. So there is a course that already exists for pretty much any instrument, anything you might want to learn. So trusting in that course, trusting in each stage of the process, even when the stages are unfun, like practicing with a metronome to get your rhythm better, or practicing with a tuner to get your pitch more accurate. While these things are not fun, they're important benchmarks along the way. And so long as you are committed to going to each of those benchmarks, you will achieve your goal, regardless of your talent, regardless of your intelligence. It's just about taking one step and not falling off the course. So for me, the biggest blocks that I have seen with students are not from natural ability, but are from emotional blocks like not believing in themselves, getting too easily frustrated, having unrealistic expectations. Those are the things that will stop you from learning. But those are very fixable things. Those are all a part of your attitude. So as soon as you embrace the attitude of being a student, of learning, of respecting the process, of honoring your commitment to something that you want to learn, you can absolutely achieve it. And I say this with full confidence because I have taught so many people to play the cello, many who did not play the cello or any string instrument before, some who have studied no music before. I have taught all these people of all ages, young children to mature adults, how to play the cello, how to read music on the staff. Everything is possible when you're willing to follow the steps. 
you seek out good guidance, whether that's a good private teacher or just great teaching resources. There are so many ways to learn these days. I do think for classical instruments, it's ideal to have a private teacher, but not everything you need a private teacher for. There are many things you can learn online, through books, etc. But so long as you have a reliable source of information and commitment and dedication and respect for the process, you can truly learn anything. And I think this is so important to talk about and be aware of because self-limiting beliefs are real. People really think that they can't do certain things just because they're difficult, just because they take time. And that just isn't true. The most valuable and most rewarding things that we learn are the ones that take time, are the ones that require our dedication and our discipline. So something that comes easy is not going to even provide the same satisfaction and the same value as something that we had to work towards to get those results. So I'm saying that just to make clear to anyone, if you want to learn something but you think that you can't learn it, shed that belief. Be willing to work hard, but know that you can learn anything that you want. And if you have the drive inside of yourself, that passion, that interest that wants to learn, that is your most valuable asset because that's what will keep you committed. That's what will pick you back up when you're feeling discouraged. So Tap into those feelings of excitement and interest and use those to drive you to learn whatever it is that you want to learn. Thanks so much for listening. I hope this little conversation gave you some inspiration to dive deeper into something that you've been wanting to learn for yourself. I have to do a little self-plug even though this wasn't planned, but it is a perfect opportunity to mention I do have a beginner online cello course if cello happens to be one of the things that you've been wanting to learn for yourself. I was really excited when I made this course because after teaching so many adult beginners, I knew there was a need for a lot of people who wanted to learn the cello, but just felt like they didn't even know where to begin or they were nervous to take private lessons. You know, I've taught a lot of lessons to adults and seeing how flustered they can get in their first few lessons because it's just so much more difficult than what they expected. So I developed this pre-recorded online course of five videos. Uh, to teach people from scratch how to play the cello and get them started so that they can then seek out a private teacher or, you know, go do whatever it is they want to do with the cello after they kind of get their basic foundation set up. So if you're interested in learning the cello, you can check out my online cello course. Again, they are pre-recorded videos. So you can go at your own pace. They're at my website at emilyplayscello.com and you just go to tutorials and you will find the cello course. Now, I was not planning on promoting that, but I thought it was worth sharing. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast or reach out to me on social media. You can find my links at wishlistmusic.com. That's W-I-S-H-L-Y-S-T music.com. And again, you can head to emilyplayscello.com for the beginner cello school. Thanks for listening, guys.